fam. Welcome to the Prescription for Change podcast. Are you a working professional, busy mom, and tirelessly trying to bring your A-game in your career? Do you prioritize your family and their needs before your own, leaving little to no time for self-care? Do you secretly fantasize about the days you are at your physical peak and confident with your body and in your skin? Are you tired and struggling with the never-ending journey to better nutrition, physical fitness, and mental health? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Michelle, board-certified physician, mom of two, and your health coach. This podcast will transform the way you think about food and your health so you can break away from perfection paralysis and finally start to live your life intentionally. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to Prescription for Change. I am your host, Dr. Michelle, and I'm going to jump right in today. I hope you are all ready to receive what I have for you. So I want to talk about making the idea of being healthy a reality. So how do we move from just an idea to putting it into action, making it part of your day to day, making it a reality for you and getting those results that you want? So the very first thing that you need to do is identify the problem. What is the issue that you're having? What is the either medical diagnosis that you've received, the symptoms that you've been feeling, the things that have changed in a negative way, maybe things that have moved you away from health previously? And being able to identify what exactly it is that is ailing you, what your pain point is, what the issue is for you personally, is really going to be helpful. So I've talked a lot before about weight loss, because that is what most people who come to me are looking for. They want to lose weight. They want to keep the weight off. They also want that weight loss to be quick. And I've said several times before that anything worth having is going to require work. It's going to be difficult. It is a major change or different from what you've been doing previously, right? So when you develop habits, whether they're good habits or bad habits, those things are hard to develop and they're also hard to break. And so when you're in a routine of doing things that haven't served you well in the past with your health or have led to certain medical conditions, then it's going to be very difficult to reverse that. It's definitely possible. And that is what I want to tell you today. It is possible. So moving from this idea of, I would really love to get my blood pressure down. I'm pre-diabetic now, but I really don't want to move into diabetes. Or maybe I've just been diagnosed with diabetes and I want to be able to reverse that. Those are things that are reversible before they cause long lasting damage. And so it's extremely important for everyone to hear when I am saying that those medical diagnoses, even while they may be part of your family history, or you may have family that have these conditions, you may be more predisposed to them, they may be things that are more inclined for you to inherit them. 
It does not mean that you have to adopt them as part of what your life and your health or lack of is going to be. And so moving from this idea of, I would like to be healthy, I want to make these changes, I've heard all of the things that I need to do, but making it a reality, how is that going to be possible for you? So first identifying what is your issue? What is the problem that you are having? What is the the thing that has been a pain point for you in your health? What are you experiencing? What are those symptoms for you currently? And then the very next thing that you need to do, if you want it to become reality, if you want to change the your health, actually improve your health and continue to do so, then you need to start to create your own blueprint and your own roadmap. That means that you are forming the steps that you need to take. What is the path forward, right? So we talked about not looking back, not always looking back at what happens in the past. You want to use that information for data gathering. Now we want to be able to move forward. You want to look as far ahead as you can and see what is the point that you want to get to. And once you identify your problem and you know where you want to be, then you can create the blueprint or that roadmap for the steps that you need to take. What is the next step forward, right? And thinking about those things are going to be crucial in being able to make this a reality for you. It is possible for every single person, I promise you, that you can change your health. You can change the trajectory of your health. You can change the the narrative of your medical history and what happens, right? Again, it doesn't mean that it doesn't make you any less predisposed to things, but that doesn't have to be what you adopt as your life or your health or the things that you have to deal with. Quality of life is extremely important. And so there are certain areas of the world where people just don't experience the same things that we do here in the States. There's so much stress. There's a lack of sleep. We're overworked. We're over, we're overly tired. Um, we're not serving our bodies well, and we expect our body to keep up with everything that we're doing and to keep up with that higher level of stress. And it really doesn't work well in the long run and can lead to many, as we know, um, long-term or chronic conditions, right? But you're able to change that. So I want to go back to a quote. Um, it's one of my favorite things and one of the things that has motivated me actually. And I just want to um, tell you like what my interpretation of that is. And hopefully this will be helpful for you. So nothing changes if nothing changes. And as simple as that sounds, the the very thought or wrapping your head around what that means sometimes can be very difficult, right? We do the same things in in and out of every single day, each and every day, we're doing the same things. We're running on autopilot a lot of the time because our day looks very much the same. And if you are living the life that you want and you have the health that you want and you've been able to level up and make the changes that you want, you've been able to pivot through all of the challenges that life has brought you, then keep doing what you're doing. Keep on keeping on. You don't have to change anything at this time, right? And I am happy for you if you have found the solution to what it is that you need. That's perfect. If you are still looking to make changes in your health, 
you have tried multiple things before. You every year you join a gym or get some new gym equipment or you say that you're going to work out and you have these big sweeping changes that you're going to make and it hasn't worked or maybe it worked for a little bit and then you went back to your old routine because it was too difficult. Many times it's because you don't have a plan. You haven't created that roadmap. And sometimes you need someone to kind of help you along, right? And every step of the way, if you think back, really, how many things have you done completely independently? We've either had a parent, a guardian, a mentor, someone in a family, close friend, someone along the way who has helped you through every single step, or nearly every single step especially when you're embarking on something new or you're embarking on a difficult challenge, you want to look to someone who's been there. So I have been through this process. I've talked a lot about how I kind of got to the point where I was like, enough is enough. I really did not like the way that I was feeling. I didn't like the how I was fitting into my clothes or not fitting into clothes that I had previously. I had kept on baby weight after my two kiddos Even when my son was as old as six years old, I just didn't feel good. Like I felt like I couldn't, you know, walk very long. I couldn't jog or run anymore. I wasn't very active. I was pretty much sedentary and it it didn't feel good on my joints. And especially I was getting older. Um, I wasn't able to gain as much muscle mass as I was before. My metabolism had completely slowed down. And so I had kept on a lot of weight that just didn't feel good. So for me, the weight loss was thinking about like the issue for me was the weight that I had kept on and not being able to move the way that I wanted to, not being able to do everyday things. So running around with my kids, I was getting short of breath or I just couldn't do a lot of the outdoor things I was able to do before without having knee pain or joint pain. And being in your 30s is really like, that's not old at all. Even now in my 40s, I feel like I'm not old. I have a whole life ahead of me. um, And I want to make sure that I can do the things that I want to do and feel good about it, right? I also love to eat and I love my food. And I love exploring with, you know, eating different types of food and cooking different types of food. I love my sweet treats. So I wanted to be able to do those things. There were certain things I didn't want to have to compromise. I'm not compromising on the taste. I'm not limiting my food or restricting things that, um, you know, people say like, you can't eat this or you can't eat that. I didn't want to follow any of those rules. And so the big thing for me Um, was being able to lose the weight that I wanted to lose so that I could move the way that I wanted to and do the things I wanted to do with my kiddos and feel good. I could feel good in my skin, feel good in the clothes that I'm in. Those are things that are very important. And while they may seem like it's just, you know, aesthetics, it has nothing to do with like your internal organs and you know, your heart health and all of that. Those are things that are still very important to how you feel about yourself and how you pour into yourself, how you perceive yourself, and that has a big impact on your overall health. So those things are just as important, those non-scale victories, right? The inches that you've lost, how you feel, um, not being bloated, or just being able to move, those are the things you can't exactly measure, and they can be very 
subjective, but they are just as important, if not more important. And so moving from this, moving to this idea of nothing changes, if nothing changes, to me, that means if you're doing the same thing you've always done, you will continue to get the same results. And like I said, if you're living the life that you want, and you have the health that you want, then that's perfectly fine. Keep doing that. But if you are not happy in your health, and you would like to see some changes, then you have to make some changes. And it's a simple process So my program prescription for change is a very simple process. There are three main pillars that I have that kind of get you through. I help you to create your own personalized roadmap. It's not the same for every single person. The steps are the same that you have to do, but you put in that work of creating your own blueprint. And that's why it's important because once you go through the program, you then have the tools to be able to pivot and make those changes as those challenges continue to come to you, as you have obstacles that come up in your life. And that's why it's so important because health is not just kind of this end goal. It is always a moving target. It's a moving point, right? And so you may be doing the things that you need to in your health And you can do the same things for a few years, but then it's going to change, obviously, because you get older and your circumstances change, like we talked about before. So it's just very important to be able to have the tools to create the health that you want, despite challenges or obstacles or things that happen throughout life. And so you have to make those changes, right? So you want to wrap your head around, okay, this is what my issue is. I need to then start creating a blueprint and then take that action one step in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, right? And just keep going. So it's not about willpower. The other thing I just want to mention is that when you're going through a lot of cookie cutter diets or programs, when you were doing um, fasting, whether it's intermittent fasting, or you're doing 24 on 24 off, I really, really do not like those things. They are based simply on willpower. Here's a list of things that you need to eat. You can only order off of this menu, the skinny menu or low calorie menu when you go out. You can only eat these set of foods. You need to completely eliminate carbs and fat is what you're told, right? You can't eat this. You can't eat that. All of the things that people enjoy. I mean, I love bread. When I go out, especially when I go to a restaurant, I'm looking forward to the bread that they're going to bring to the table and the butter with it. And that's okay right? Carbs are not all bad. And so completely eliminating groups of foods or just not eating at all when you're fasting is really, those things are based on willpower. And if you want to have lasting, sustainable changes, you cannot rely on willpower. You're always going to fail or feel like a failure, right? Because it's not designed for you to be able to have the steps that you can take to do it on your own. It's designed so that you stay in the program or program and have to keep doing those same things over and over, right? So I do not rely on willpower. I do not have my clients rely on willpower because willpower only lasts for a short amount of time. And for some people, it may be a little bit 
shorter than others, right? And it doesn't lead to sustainable changes, right? If it's if you're leaning on willpower, it's not sustainable. You have to be able to do things that are going to you're going to be able to reproduce so that you can get the result that you want every single time. So if we're not relying on willpower, what exactly is it that you're going to do? I want to stress to you again, like I talk about these small intentional steps every single day so that you never have to start over in your health again. That is a very real thing. When you take those small steps, I don't want you to discount the impact that those steps have. When you were doing, when you were making these small changes, they compound, right? One after the other, they compound. You start to build one habit, one healthy habit, and you keep doing that small thing, that seemingly small thing, and that's it, right? So even when I'm in the office with my families and patients, and I'm talking about um, really for children, I focus on weight maintenance, um, and especially depending on the age. So if they're before before puberty and before you get to like the later teen years when you know that um, as far as growth for height, you're pretty much done or slowing down, especially for the younger children who are overweight or sedentary or are kind of you know, moving towards like having higher blood pressure, even at a young age. And this thing is, this is a very real thing um, and has significantly increased in the US. So obesity um, and being overweight has been a thing that has um, significantly increased, not just in adults, but also in children. And so when I'm talking to my families, I talk about weight maintenance for these children, right? And being able to make these changes. So when you are making changes, it is helpful if the whole family is doing it and you're not leaving your child to do it on your own, right? They're not the ones who are bringing in the groceries or buying the food. They're there to eat. And so just kind of setting up these habits. And when you do these things as a family, even as an adult, if you do it, if you have an accountability partner, someone in the home or someone that's around you that can be there to do the same thing with you or be there to support you, it is extremely helpful and you're likely to be more successful. So for children especially, they need to see their parents, their caregivers, helping them in that way, providing the same things, um, the things for them that they need in order to make these healthy steps and also participating in the process with them. So being able to make a small change. I like to talk about, okay, what is the issue? Let's say it's you want to lose weight or you're overweight, right? And you want to make sure that your blood pressure comes down or you may be pre-diabetic. I have kiddos who are pre-diabetic and they don't want to move towards diabetes. And so we check some blood work. We know that you can make changes um, as soon as like two to three months, even a month for some things with high cholesterol, you can make those changes in your body and they can be seen when we repeat the blood work. So I don't tell them to, okay, eat vegetables, eat fruits, don't eat carbs, don't eat any fats, make sure that you're exercising three times a day or join a sport. When you haven't done those things before, you're not just all of a sudden going to get up and start doing them and do them well. It takes some time, right? So creating that blueprint again is I'm detailing, okay, what is, let's identify what your issue is. Is it that you stress eat? Do you eat when you're bored? Are you feeling down or sad and you feel like you're eating? Like, are you an emotional eater? 
Do you eat because you feel like it's the time that you're supposed to eat and you don't actually listen to when your body's hungry, right? So there are different types of hunger, which I'll talk about in in another episode, but really identifying what that issue is, right? Once we identify that issue, so maybe it's every time I come home from school, I feel like I need to have a snack, or maybe you're truly hungry and you want a snack. Instead of reaching for a bag of Doritos, like a family sized bag of Doritos and sitting in front of the TV and eating it, you're not really paying attention to what exactly it is that you're eating, right? Or maybe it's you eat, you drink three cans of soda a day. I'm not going to tell that child to stop drinking soda altogether. That's not how you're going to make a lasting change. I may say, why don't we try replacing one can of soda with a cup of water? Just one. So they're still drinking two cans of soda. And one of those has been replaced now with water. And so that may seem like a very small change to make, and it may seem like it's not going to have an impact, but I tell you, it makes a difference. That is something that is relatively simple to do. It is easy to remember or simple to remember. It's one small change. And once you do that for two weeks, I usually say about two weeks, it becomes then part of your routine. You've done it for 14 straight days. Now that's a new change in your life. That is a new habit. You have your two cans of soda, one cup of water. And then after the two weeks, replace another can of soda with a cup of water. And you do that for two weeks. So it's something that takes time. Like I said, it's a very mundane process. It's a slower process, but those small changes compound, they make a big impact, a big positive impact in your health, right? In making those changes. And that's just one of many different examples. And it really just depends on what, like I said, identifying what your issue is. What is it about you or what is it that you feel like you're doing or what is the bad habit that you've identified that you want to break and be able to turn that into a healthy habit or make that change? And so this is really possible. Moving from healthy as an idea to a reality because it, it, it can be a reality for you and it is possible for you. And like I said, if I was able to do it, with the busy schedule that I had, you are able to do it. And I have moved women through this process as well. So I just wanna encourage you today and really get you to think about it. Also, if you are ready to book a call with me, you would like to um, find out more about Prescription for Change and my program or being able to join, make sure that you Look at the information I have at the bottom of every podcast. You can reach out to me through social media or you can email me and we can book a call and I would be happy to help you. So let's go out there, identify what the issue is that you're having and let's move to reality because nothing changes if nothing changes. All right, y'all, cheers to your health.